There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. You're listening to the following on podcast as India Seal a 3-0 win over the West Indies with a huge win at Ahmedabad. I'm Jared Kimber and I'm joined by former England bowlers Steve Harmison and Alex Tudor and former IPL bowler Abhishek Janjamwala as we review the game. Now, let's let's have a bit of a look at that game. Steve Harmison, I'll start with you. Well, let's have a look at the game and the entire series, but... It's the same story over and over again. The West Indies don't really have any one-day international batters, do they? They came in with Shy Hope, averaging over 50, Army, but he hasn't made any runs and no one else has made a cracker for them. No, it's, it's same old, same old for, for the West Indies. Top-order runs. Um, not so much top-order runs, just a, a game plan of how we're going to get through the first 10 overs. Then how are we going to progress that on to give our power at the back end, a chance to to really sort of flourish, and again they've been bowled out, been bowled out again. And you look at Alzari Joseph and um, Hayden Walsh Jr. Between them, the first ran about 100 balls, and that the effort and the dedication and the the, the will not to sort of give it away. It needs to be shown by the top six. The top six haven't faced 100 balls between them or around about 100 balls between them. So I think that tells its own story again that the West Indies will be bitterly disappointed that the bowlers have turned up. Look, they've chased 266 today, 230, what was it, in the in the, in the, the second game, 238. If you give a team a chance to chase that against India, you would snap your hands off. But unfortunately, the, the batting just hasn't been good enough. Yeah, no doubt. So India made 265. They were bowled out. The three top batters, Rohit Sharma, Shikadawa, and Virat Kohli, all went very, very early on. They were 42 for three. They put on a big partnership with Shreyas Iyer and Rishabh Pant. Rishabh Pant made a 50 off 54 balls, but Shreyas Iyer really kept it together with 80 off 111. Um, once they went past 250, though, Abby, it just felt like there was no chance for the West Indies. Uh, 240 is going to be very difficult 
for West Indies. And we have seen that throughout the tournament, as Hami was saying uh, earlier as well. The bowling has been pretty good. They bowled really, really well. Uh, Got to give a lot of credit to the middle order from the Indian side as well because they've lost early wickets in pretty much every game. But the middle order have found a way to win matches for India or to post big totals for India. And yeah, that's that's been the key for India and which, which West Indies couldn't, couldn't capitalise. And we knew that West Indies doesn't have a very strong middle order. They were heavily dependent on the top order and the top order just didn't fire. No doubt. Uh, it's probably worth, though, Alex Shooter, just talking about the West Indian bowlers. I thought they held up all the way through the tournament. Um, uh, probably a word on Jason Holder, who's about to be richer than he's probably been in quite some time. He was fantastic. But I thought all the West Indian seamers, even Odeon Smith, who, who obviously was never going to get through his 10 overs very often, but they all had moments in this series where they bowled outstanding. Yeah, you're right. They bowled extremely well all through the series. They, they bowled well as a collective, as a unit. But they're just not getting backed up by the batters. As you said, you know, uh, Jason Holder's been fantastic this last month or so. Harmy was able to see him close up and personal out in the West Indies very recently. And he just takes wickets. And as you said, the back end of that IPL that was uh, in Abu Dhabi, um, you know, he picked up a lot of wickets, didn't he? Bowling at the death. And he just seems to just have that knack. And there's a bowler. If you have that knack of, you know, taking wickets, you're always going to be sought after. Yes, there's some days that you're going to get court and the batsman's going to have you have, have your name on it but if you're able to pick up wickets captains are happy with that and he's done well Zari Joseph I like the way this young man's coming on you know he, he comes to the wicket his approach is very nice very rhythmical he gets into his bound and then once he braces that front leg that's where he generates his pace he keeps his arm nice and high and gets extra bounce Odin Smith your man you know he's a little bit of licorice all sorts but you don't know what you're going to get with him but that's what also makes him dangerous I know he comes in and put on a little bit of a show there when he got his, uh, you know, his 36 off 18 balls. That's what he can do. And that's most probably what's going to give him that price tag in the IPL. Um, but they're batting. They're, they are a couple of world-class batters short. If you get 250 against this, uh, you know, this batting lineup, you feel you've got a chance any other, any other country around the world, really. So they need to try and sort that out. I mean, that's why I was asking the question when we was on air. Is there any young guys, any batters, doing anything out in the West Indies and I mean you had to think a bit and normally they just come to you quick and fast but you really had to think didn't you with the batters uh, around the Caribbean that are, are, are actually doing anything so you know I think a couple of the lads need to get fit because um, they've got a few players that are out through through fitness issues uh, you know Shemron Hetmeyer and whatever so need to get him fit and get him in this team because you know the bowlers and fielders are doing okay their batting's way short at the minute. Abby, just, just on the West Indies, the, their bowling, uh, the seam bowlers are great. They've got Akil Hassan, who really before the World Cup, I think people weren't talking about him at all. And I think he's bowled very, very well. We know that Fabian Allen's more of a part-timer and Hayden Walsh is probably more of a part-timer. But having all those three options, being that they're all quite good in the field and Akil Hassan is turning himself into a batter as well, they've all got batting talent. It, it's quite a handy three spinners to have to back up quite a good seam attack. They've got... I think with bowling, they've got all their bases covered. And with those three spinners, as the more they play, the more they're going to learn about international cricket and the more they will learn about their bowling. Because spinners, you often see they bloom a bit later. When they're 25, 26, then they get a better understanding of their bowling. And the more the international cricket they play, as I said, the more they will learn. And both have, all of them have a lot of talent. They can turn the ball, they can bowl at different variations, and they all can bat. 
So it's such they can be such a strong team if they can find some quality top order and a couple of guys in the middle. Their lower order is as strong as any other international side in the world. Hami, India's big problem coming into this series has been taking power play wickets. Uh, I wouldn't say that they blew the West Indies away. In fact, in the first couple of games, I thought, you know, the West Indies handled the new ball okay. It's just that they, they didn't really uh, score that many runs later on, realistically. I felt today with Deepak Chahar, they probably had someone who's a bit more of a specialist. Do you see, it's hard to slot him into their full-strength team, but they really need someone to take wickets at the top, and he just swings the ball both ways. And as we saw today, he made a very good 38 as well. He could certainly bat. Yeah, he can bat. He's good all-round contribution today was was probably what tipped the balance of the game going from India to the West Indies because when you when you look at it what was it it was 187 for six when he walks out to bat in number eight and, and puts on a partnership gets 38 which takes the game away from the West Indies a little bit and then when he gets the ball in hand not quite Bhumanesh Kumar but of that that sort of late swing um, which is very, very handy for, for India in the power play if uh, if Krishna can't bowl in the power play. So it just shows you how much the, the miss, you know, Bhumanesh Rakumar, whether he, he misses through injury or in the in the, in the the recent past, he's, he's, he's took a bit of tap. Um, they do miss that frontline bowler when Bumrah doesn't play uh, in the power play to, to take sort of early wickets. But I think he was helped if we're brutally honest. He bowled nicely. He did swing it both ways and he did put the ball in good areas. But the pressure that he built up, I thought the West Indies give their wickets away and, and that give the, the the power player back to the back to uh, India when it come to and never really put them under pressure in the power player to then kick on from there. So yes, he bowled nicely, but I think he was helped out by some of the, the decision-making by the West Indies batsmen. And uh, just to show how poor the West Indies have been in ODIs versus India, they've lost now their last 10 series against them. Abby, I'm going to put you on the spot here. We, we saw, we've seen a little bit. We, we saw them try some new opening batters, obviously because of Shikha Darwin's injury. We know that they want to fit KL Rahul down the order. What's your top six now for the Indian ODI team, looking ahead to what you think might be their top six for the World Cup? I was still open with uh, Shikha Dhawan and Rohit Sharma. We're at number three, number four, probably KL. Five, I would go with uh, Rishabh Pant. Number six, if Hardik Pandya is fit and he can bowl, I would get Hardik Pandya in because he's a game changer. If he's not fit, yeah, then you've got a couple of options in. Sundar, depending on the pitch you can choose, you can have Sundar at number six or you've got Deepak Huda. There's plenty of options, but the five for me is if Hardik Pandya is fit, he comes in at number six. The reason I asked that is because I figured you'd say something along those lines. That means that you haven't fit into that 11, Shreyas Iyer or Surya Kumar Yadav. Yeah, Th Surya Kumar Yadav again. If Hardik is fit, I would maybe Hardik can bat number seven because he can do the all-rounder role and Surya comes in at number six. Jadeja at eight. Yeah, but then <laughs> Jadeja at eight. So there's so many players, it's very hard to make that choice. But yeah, if Hardik is fit, I would pick him at number six, six, seven. And Surya can bat, float around. Shreyas Iyer doesn't get into the side for me. What's he averaging in, in one day cricket at the moment? <laughs> I know, I know. It, 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 it does show you the sort of the level of talent there. You know, going into the next World Cup, I don't think India have got all their questions answered at the moment, uh, Chudes. But, you know, having seen them a little bit, that's just so... I mean, this is a second string side. And I thought West Indies played quite well. And they didn't even get close. Listen, they just got a, a dearth of talent. I mean, the talent pool. I mean, if we go back and think about 
why the IPL started in the first place. It was to give their local players the ability to, to mix it with the world's best and giving that opportunity of pressure situations that and over the course of times over a decade or so now they've unearthed some absolutely fantastic cricketers so as you say this was nowhere near their strongest 11 but still too strong for this West Indian side and I feel a little bit sad for them because you know on the bowling side of things they did extremely well and I don't want to keep going a you know bowlers v batters situation but you get in that case where the bowlers are Doing well against us, you know, still very good batting lineup. They're keeping them down to sort of, you know, sort of what was it today? 265, um, 237, and, and, and whatever. I mean, they got beat heavily in the second game, but you know, they're doing their job and their batters are just way below what you need at the international level and against a, a, a decent India team. We've seen that before, though, too, don't we? We were a bit close to our. We've seen that a bit closer <laughs> to home, though, haven't we? Yeah. Um, what do we do? We we move our best batter up one place and drop our two best bowlers. Yeah, no. So look, it's amazing what happens in selection meetings and going forward. Can't can't wait to see. Uh, well, Jason Holder might have to be dropped as a batter and a bowler if <laughs> if he promoted up the order and not being allowed to bowl under the, the, the Elon thing. Uh, so India made 265. They were bowled out. The West Indies made 169 with. Uh, kind of a remarkable innings. It's, it's, it's worth pointing this out. The way that they actually went about it, they completely fell apart at the top and they were 82 for 7 when Odeon Smith came in. Odeon Smith smashed 36 off 18 and we were like, well, this is really exciting. And then we had a partnership between Elzari Joseph and Hayden Walsh that went on for days. I don't know how that happens in a one-day international, but it was Extraordinary! It was over 13 overs of just knocking the ball around. Some incredible drop catches in that. But in the end, West Indies nowhere near good enough against India. There's one player I want to ask you about, um, Hami, because in some ways he's a little bit similar to you. Prashiv Krishna, we're talking about the IPL talent coming through. He's a player who, uh, you know, he's, he's taller than most Indian bowlers. He's got these incredibly long arms. He gets good bounce. We saw him bowl some incredible, you know, off-cutting deliveries today. He doesn't like the new ball. He's not the most accurate bowler. How does he develop from here to become the sort of all-talent all bowler that India need? Well, I think, Jared, I think he, he, he just he's, he's given a chance. If he's given a chance to excel and the way he's performed... I think you just keep throwing him out there and letting him play he's, and letting him develop. He Here at the minute, we talk about him not being the greatest power player bowler, not first, you know, enjoying bowling with the brand new ball. Now, if he's taking wickets, his confidence will be high, his action will be good. The way he's, the way he's moved the ball in these three games has been you know, very, very impressive. And I think the longer he, he does that, over a course of you know, 10, 12, 15 games, he will get better. He'll get used to bowling with a brand new ball, coming on that two or three overs earlier each time, potentially taking the brand new ball and also working out what he needs to do in the power player. Um, the one thing I will say about him on this in this series, he's been given a surface to bowl on. I think he's been given a nice surface to bowl on. Ball bounced, tennis ball bounced and just sat in the pitch there. And I think that was a, a good surface for a big tall bowler to bowl on. Not express, express pace, but he's bowled nicely and he will take some confidence going into his next series. And possibly when um, Rohit Sharma's looking at developing his side... And he keeps saying, I want to challenge my bowlers. Well, the next challenge for Krishna is to possibly bowl inside the first six overs, come on after five or six overs in the power player, and then you know, his education goes, you know, goes on from there. 
It's another young Indian player that I want to talk about with you, Abby, which is Kuldeep Yadav. Um, I think people like you and I follow these things closely thought he might never play for India again. I think he got this opportunity twofold. One is that uh, West Indians showed they could not play Rispin in general, but specifically to Ray Shamsi. Um, and also, West Indies have a few more left-handers, so you have the ability to spin the ball away from the bat. He's gone for runs today. He's actually ended up with uh, two for 51 from his eight, but he looked absolutely unplayable until Odeon Smith started putting him into the stands a lot. Where do you think he goes from here? Because he's a very big chance. I mean, the IPL auction coming up is interesting for him, but he's a very big chance of taking a bunch of wickets against um, West Indies in the T20 games if they play him. Yeah, I think he's, he's been one of the most exciting talent which came off the ranks, and suddenly he was the biggest superstar. When it came to spin department, R. Rushfin was dropped for a long period of time because him and Yusuf Chahal were playing pretty much uh, all white ball cricket. But I think what happened with him was when he started, when they picked him for test cricket and when he didn't do well, I think he, they didn't handle him very well. At that point, the selectors, the captain didn't handle him well. He lost all his confidence. And from there to come back to this setup, how Indian cricket is set up, is very, very difficult. So, yes, I think... I think to some extent they felt bad for him and probably one of that reason they want to give him another opportunity, how they handled him so poorly. And he's got all the talent, it's just what he needs is some opportunity to play these important games and the captain telling him that I, I really believe in you. And once he gets back in confidence, I think he'll do wonders for India because he still has a lot, of, lot to give to Indian cricket. Beautiful. Well, I think we're just going to go across and listen to a little bit of Nicholas Puran, who's talking to Harsha Bogle. My team in there, Rohit Sharma and Rahul Javed. First um, white ball series victory. Congratulations to them. Yeah, and they were still good for us with the ball this year. You've always got to look at the positives, though, at the end. And what for you were the positives? I mean, we're sitting up there watching the game. Alzari Joseph, maybe Odeon Smith, Jason Holder, of course, have been around for a while. Any more? Yeah, um, the way we bowl in the series was wonderful. Um, a lot of positives when it comes to that. We know as a wide ball team, 50 over team especially, we have a lot of work to do, especially when it comes to bowling and batting. Um, in this series, the batting let us down tremendously. But you know, the positives, the way the guys bowl in the last two games were fantastic. Is it fair to say a more dangerous T20 side when West Indies are playing T20, everyone's watching? Um, yeah, definitely. You know, the shorter format of the game, it seems like we're much better on that. But in saying that, we have a lot of work to put in when it comes to the longer format. And we're looking forward to that. Thank you very much, Nicholas. Thank you. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. If your passion for travel is on par with your passion for cricket, then I have some excellent news. The ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup final is being hosted in Barbados this June, which makes it the perfect destination for your summer holidays this year. To make the most of your trip, you can also experience eight matches from the series in Barbados 
including England against Scotland and England against Australia. In under a month's time, you could be spending your days exploring the vibrant streets of Bridgetown, drinking rum in the sunshine and experiencing exotic Bayesian delicacies in the culinary capital of the Caribbean. There truly is something for everyone. There's no need to wait a second longer. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados. Truly the best place to be a cricket fan. Yeah, Yeah, uh, for those who weren't following TalkSport 2 earlier this year, obviously West Indies lost to Ireland in a one-day international series as well. And I actually, I spoke to Irish captain Andy Balburnie recently and he was very excited that they beat them, but he was very honest and he was saying that West Indies are just, that's, this is their worst form of, of the game. One-day cricket is just the worst form of the game. And I think that's what we saw in this series, isn't it, Jude? Yeah, for sure. As you say, they're very dangerous in that shorter format of the game. 2020, you don't have to bat for too long. And, and it, I suppose it suits their batters. But uh, at this 50 over, their batters definitely have to have a, a look at the way they're going about things. You know, how to compile uh, innings, you know, because it is in 50 overs. There's a lot of balls to face. And I just feel they need to go about it a little better than they do in 2020, where it's just crash, bam, wallop. You know, you've got times where you can maybe see out a bowler and then pick who you're going to hit. But generally, they like to go at everybody, don't they? And more often than not, you're going to get found out. And that's why they haven't won a series for a long time. Uh, worth, I uh, choose while you've got the microphone, just a couple of words on the experience of watching Odeon Smith bat and bowl. Well, he's, listen, he's an exciting player and he's definitely someone who, when ball in hand or has the bat in hand, he's someone you want to watch. Um, with ball in hand, you know it's going to be not the immaculate line and length bowling it's going to be it's going to be quick it's going to be leg side offside bouncer yorker a jaffer and he's going to end up with two or three with bat in hand if you bowl it anywhere in that arc i don't care who you are you are going to disappear there's no um stadium in world cricket that is big enough to fit this guy when he hit when he hits it it stays hit it's going to be exciting over the weekend to sit down and see when this auction of the IPO is happening, what he goes for and if he goes and which to what team and then how he's used. We know about the depth of the IPL and the, and the splendid players that they have, so it'd be well we best suited. But listen, he's shown the Indian public um, today what he can do. And we just wait and see um, what he goes for, if he goes for anything in this uh, year's IPL. No, he certainly showed the Indian public. I think more importantly for him personally, he showed the uh, about 10 team owners <laughs> of what he can do. He doesn't fit perfectly into the IPL teams, but um, he is fantastic. Another player that we think will go for a lot of money is uh, Shreyas Iyer, who was a captain of Delhi, then got injured. Rishabh Pant got the job and he sort of lost his spot at Delhi. Um, and he's talking to Harsha Bogle. Still like maybe? Yeah, this day has really summed up for all those days. If you had to pick a number for yourself in the batting order, would you pick four or is there another number you prefer in the ODI game? To be honest, I'm really flexible to bat at any number, but four, yeah, currently in the given situation, if you say, yeah, it's the best number to bat at. And, you know, if, I, if I'm thrown under a pressure situation and if the situation like today, I, I really love to thrive on it and I really enjoy such moments. That's a tricky number because you've got to play in two, two different ways, isn't it? Hang in sometimes, get a move on sometimes. Your game's pretty good, well suited for that. Yeah, so uh, when I go in, basically, especially if you see in today's situation, uh, I had to play off the new ball and for that you need to have a really good skill and also see to it that you play the balls close to the body. 
and then after that you need to pace on from there and so basically there is a rhythm which you have to set throughout the innings and it's not easy obviously but if you if you believe in yourself if you focus on your basics i think everything else will be covered and it's falling well for you look forward to many more innings well played today shreyas thank you so much abby you're a man who believes in yourself and follows the basics we just talked about him possibly not being in uh, well he's probably in the top 7 batters but because of hardik pandya's all-roundness and ravi dadeja's all-roundness uh, he might not slip into that team what do you see those sort of long term uh, you know we've seen him now make the runs against new zealand in the test match and we've seen him make a lot of runs in one day cricket where do you sort of see ashreya uh, sai's future yeah i think he will have a long career for india and i wouldn't be surprised at some point in time if he's even leading india going forward in the next 7 8 10 years time but with if you ask me like any fit into the side if everyone's back tomorrow is going to be difficult for him to make a make an uh, make it to the side because i think still surya kumar yadav at number 6 adds a lot more than shreyas because he is a 360 degree player and he can play those big shots better than shreyas and that's what you need at number 6 but yes if there is a slot opens at number 4 then you would pick shreyas ayer there's too many players to pick from where do you slot everyone in that's the big question but yeah as a future he's he's got a very bright future and again i think he's again going to be leading one of the ipl sides i wouldn't be surprised if he leads the lucknow side but we'll have to wait and see yeah i i put very good uh, yeah i agree <laughs> <laughs> i think that's where he's going um uh, just just on the indian side obviously rohit captaining um, He's obviously a very different kind of human being than Virat Kohli, let alone a very different kind of leader. What have you seen from him in this series that um, shows you what kind of a captain he'll be going forward? I think he's he's somebody who's always ahead of the game, and he's a very calm, collective customer. He is not. He's always ready to make those changes if needed. He doesn't have a set plan. He comes uh, comes with into the middle. If something doesn't work, he's ready to change it immediately. And when when he needs to make those big decisions he'll take it and that's what that's why he's won five ipls now more than anybody else he's shown that he's a very good leader that and, and a lot of money at, yeah, at mumbai indians yeah and, and also and also what i feel about rohit that he's a he's a he could be a better man manager than virat and at that level it's not about yes your captaincy skills are very important but most important skill is how you managing the youngsters along with the senior players and i think he's got that No, I'm certainly he's very very well respected. So uh, I mean this was a fairly easy series for him in the end. We're just going to pivot just uh for the end of this uh guys. If I can ask you, I'll start with YouTube. So Yorkshire have uh are now going to be doing international games again. The ECB has reversed their decision uh to ban them from international games. They haven't actually missed out on any international games under that ban. Uh how does that make you feel? Now listen, there's um a lot that's happened it seems um a little strange that it's happened during the winter months so as you said there's no cricket being played there so as you say they haven't really missed anything listen i'm uh i look at things in the world the way that they're going and it just seems to not have quite the balance with with certain things um which is going on don't really want to harp on about them but it just seems that the disparity on how certain things are dealt with are slightly different and there seems to be more punishment for other things more than others so listen it is what it is you know the decisions be made are you happy with it so i don't know you sometimes I just shrug my shoulder and say am i surprised um listen i love goffy and i i wish him all the best down there he's got as he said he's got a job on his hands 
Harmy's helped out down there, him and him and Sidebottom, and you know, wish Otis all the be all the best. He's a good coach, and hopefully, as you said, you you know, Yorkshire is something that they've had to look at, and 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 they get back to, you know, where people need because you know they're a massive club, they're historic, and um, you know, hopefully we can, you know, not obviously you you, you certainly don't forget about it. You learn from it. And uh, and, we, and we move on. And that's what we do, as I said, just keep things moving. Harmy, obviously, Durham was suspended and yeah. it's, you know, really ruined the club in many ways. Really made, you know, really made them struggle, I suppose, is the best way to put it, rather than ruining them. Uh, as a Durham person, it, you must be looking at this with slightly one eyebrow raised. Uh, very much so. And Tudes mentioned the word there, surprise. I don't think you surprise anything when it comes out of the ECB at this moment in the last sort of four or five years. You know, the 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 way they they seem to outlook over things and decisions. And I was I, I very irate when when Durham was suspended or, or banned from. In, well, they took the Test match status away from them, docked them points. We uh, we lost five international players or players that had played international cricket because of of what had happened, and that was over over the money situation. Um, I look at this, um, and I think you have to look at them both in two separate uh, separate entities. I don't think you can compare the two because there were two there were two two different reasons on 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 why the, there should be sanctions. I think it is important what what is happening at Yorkshire. They need the financial resources of international cricket to make change and make the wider public of Yorkshire trust Yorkshire again. So I think that that is what's needed. I think I really do believe that's needed. But if this is just a punishment over, then I think it's wrong. I really do. And I'm saying this from somebody who has been at Yorkshire for three days this week with, with the players. Yeah, I mean, mentioned about Goffey. Goffey's new. Goffey's a new part of this. Goffey's the reason why it's turning round along with Lord Patel and many, many others. And hopefully that the international financial re you know, reward that comes with that will make, obviously, a stronger Yorkshire because a strong Yorkshire is, a, is good for English cricket. Um, but I still think they need to be need to be punished in, in such a way that I think the, the points docked being very, very difficult for Yorkshire to qualify for for major finals over the course of the next three or four years, make it very difficult for them to to compete at the top end, because I think I do think that there has been there has been mismanagement there, but I think when it comes to the other the, the decision that's been made today, I think that's going to that's going to benefit Yorkshire long term moving forward. Thanks for tuning in today, and we'll be back very soon for the T20s between India and the West Indies here on Talksport Two. Kumar Roach can get ball in hand and starters off against Rohit Sharma. Joseph goes in and Rohit Sharma has aimed a massive shot through the offside. No foot movement, massive inside edge and the castle has been dislodged. That's down the leg side. Kali actually has a little flick at that. They're appealing for court behind, he's gone. Second ball. Short outside of stuff but he's out. You're right. He had absolutely no idea. He At the last minute, you could see Shikadawa and go, do you know what, this is short wide, I should hit this. And he's just played it too late. Up ish from Shreya's eye, but he pushes it into the offside, beats the man at short cover, and that will take him to 50, his ninth one-day international 50. Rishabh Pant takes a single through mid-wicket off of Fabian Allen. 
that uh, gets him a single to go to 50. Here he hit him, the uh, ground hard, and he's nicked the next ball through to the keeper. He's tried backing away one too many times. He's got a nick through to Shea Hope. Trezard's gone inside out, over the offside, but doesn't clear Darren Bravo at long off. Short, and at the body, and that's out. Oh, slow ball bouncer. He tried to pull it, and he's basically pulled way too early, has Char. Hold up, last ball of the innings, and he's bowled him. In fact, he may have hit the ball into the stumps. 265 for 10. That was a fun innings. I enjoyed that. It's a middling score, but a lot went on. In again, that nips back. Hits Hope in front of the stumps. Given out LBW. King waits, edges, and is caught at second slip. Well, to be fair, Brandon King has not really enjoyed this innings at all. That is wide of stump. Oh, he's hit it straight to point. Chahar has thrown it out wide. Shamar Brooks throws his head back. He can't believe what he's done. Thrusted it over the wicket. Edged, caught at second slip. There's no doubt about that one. He goes in and Fabian Allen is beaten on the outside edge. They whip the bales off the heel for the stumping. Krishna in, edged. He's caught this time though. Rohit Sharma takes it low down by his right boot. He tosses his up, but edge has gone to that one slip. Just a terrible, terrible swipe in the end. Oh, slope sweep. I'll pick the bones out of this one. He's hit this so hard. This ground is so incredibly big. And even this ground for a minute went, he's not going to hit this out of me, is it? He sliced this away. This one should be caught. This one is. He tried to hit this on the leg side. It was in the slot, to be fair to him. And he could have hit it anywhere he wanted. But he's just sliced across it very much like a baseball swing again from Odiot Smith. It might be now that there's nine wickets down and Rohit Sharma takes the catch. Hayden Walsh got one too near the body from Siraj. Krishna, right arm over, it's short. Joseph goes on the pull, he's got it high, out towards square leg, catch is taken, Virat Kohli does it, and the game is over. West Indies are all out, 169. The West Indies have been blown away. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you're keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 